What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hey guys, it's Tom here. Just wanted to let you know that we have a Patreon you can get on for $3 a month and you get bonus episodes every week. And if you sign up for the whole year, you get a 10% discount. That's $2.70 a month, I believe. And we also have a tier where you can be a guest on the Patreon show. You could pick a band yourself to defend and uh, and do it on the Patreon. So get on over there. It's patreon.com slash stand by your band. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takara, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing very well. I got. I went to the barber shop today. I shaved my face, got the spring look, spring optimism, feeling good. Looking good. You're looking uh, like a fresh-faced baby. Is that, <laughs> is that so you can sneak into schools, <laughs> you sick fuck? So, yeah, uh, I go to the barbershop. I show the guy just a picture of whatever infant is in the news that day. And uh, <laughs> I go, this is it. This is what I want. Uh, we, got a, uh, we got a great guest today, and I want to get her into the mix right off the bat because I got... Uh, I got some, I got to tell you guys what, what I'm doing, but, uh, Shalewa the sharpshooter sharp is here, <laughs> <laughs> picking them off one at a time. Wow. Okay. That is literally a first. <laughs> is that true? That is true. I, don't I anyone... thought for sure that would be hacky as hell. Nope. Not at all. I don't think anyone said that yet. That's Shalewa impressive. the sharpshooter sharp. She don't miss. <laughs> That's wild. Hello, everyone. How are <laughs> that you? is crazy. How are y'all? Oh, I'm good. So I'm I'm out. I'm living the farm life. I'm uh, I'm at an Airbnb on a farm. Wow. I've been hanging out with chickens and uh, and sheep. It feels like being in New York City. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> all the all the chickens and sheep dumbocrats that voted for Biden. Mm. <laughs> J.K. <laughs> we support. Joe. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say we support chickens. Um, <laughs> we do support chickens. We do, up to a point. Up to a point, uh, we do. Up to a point, for sure. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Uh, I didn't realize that chicken, they'll just like, they run around and like come hang out with you. Like they uh, take food out of our hands like like cats or something. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think cats will take food. Uh, like, yeah, my actually, cat won't. Yeah, yeah, that's a good my... point. You got to lay it on the ground and then yeah. walk 10 feet away. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, chickens are actually kind of friendly, which makes it a little bit tougher to eat them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A little, for sure. but only a, a little. little. Only, only a, a little. little. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is funny because the goats are not that nice. Uh, and. Uh, they immediately try to assert dominance, and uh, but they have a smile on their face while they ram you, and right. it's. Uh, but and, uh, and that I got also makes it easier to eat them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll figure out a way to eat you. Sorry, animals. <laughs> that new crispy goat sandwich from McDonald's—it's unbelievable. <laughs> you, you can, but I bet in the Caribbean that is literally a sandwich. Curry goat sure. is actually—I mean, you know—it's a little mm. chewy, but. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, so you're doing a reboot of the Simple Life with Paris That's right. Hilton, right? Is that what's going on at that mm-hmm, farm? Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I have a kissing booth set up. <laughs> where uh, I, I also. I go from town to town, uh, making a young boy fall in love with me, and then I break his heart. We watched The Simple Life like uh, like uh, six months ago, or maybe less. It was during quarantine, so none of this time is real. 
but uh, we watched it, and I was like, it's so weird that they're doing this. And then everybody's mad at them in the town, and it's like, it was very kooky. What a show. Yeah, what a time. It was really <laughs> odd. I can't believe that they okayed it. I'm like, so you're just going to let these people come in and tear your shit up because <laughs> they got short skirts on? And they're like, yeah, I guess. They say they're rich. So... <laughs> It's our belief they are rich, and of course, being in contact with a rich person makes, makes you rich. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess that's what I'll do. <laughs> it's uh, it is it is crazy. I'm out here. I'm waking up early. I'm waking up at the crack at nine forty seven every day. It's uh, oh wow. It's, it's I'm I'm doing it. I'm living the farm boy life. Is it a it's, rooster uh, uh, alarm going? There is a rooster, but the rooster is all over the place. Everybody <laughs> thinks the rooster is like a thing where it's like early morning but the rooster just throughout the day is like yeah what fuck you like he's just mad (laughs) and it's weird it's like a cult that these chickens are in because the rooster's the only guy here it's like the nexium cult where he's the only one around so they all think he's really cool uh, (laughs) yeah shit though (laughs) yeah that's it's all chickens that's what you call ladies birds they don't know Uh we are (laughs) stupid if you have on a, a fancy red hat, and you're the only one around. We trying to get to that red hat. We know nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's and why women love Donald them. Trump. <laughs> that fancy red, red hat. hat. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. He did his research. He figured it out. You know what's funny is he didn't even get a fancy red hat. He got the most basic red hat you could get. He could have done like something cool with it. He didn't do anything. Yeah, crazy. No, very. I, I, but then again, I'm not really looking to Trump. For being like a, a hype beast, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. He should have done it in the supreme font. And then... <laughs> uh, but enough about Tommy's favorite guy. Um, we should. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk today about a band that uh, I had never heard of before this uh, before you sent it over mm-hmm. so I thought it would be perfect as you guys can guess this is another underappreciated episode <laughs> as opposed to a a band that everyone hates and I think uh, I don't want to get ahead I don't want to get ahead of what mm. we're going to do with it because uh, I so I had never heard of the band they are called Stereo Lab and yeah. Tommy had you had you heard of this band no, and I, I will say my naivete went so far as to when I, I started listening to the playlist before I started doing any research, and I literally thought they were from the 60s when I started listening. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, this is some old stuff. And then I was like, oh, no, it's the 90s. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. thoroughly yeah. embarrassed. <laughs> so it's it's so weird because when I started listening to the playlist, I recognized two or three of the songs, mm-hmm. and I don't even know where from, and then somebody else... I'll, we'll get to it there, whoever did it, but somebody pointed out that they were on the soundtrack of High Fidelity, which is was my favorite book for a long time, and uh, I love the movie, and I was like, that must be where I recognize that song. But then there's another song on your playlist that I love that I just heard somewhere, and I could swear it was like at a like uh, on a movie or something, but then I was like, maybe it was at a party. Like maybe it was. I've been going to these warehouse uh, no <laughs> no mask parties. Right? Yeah. 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 Very big with, with Stereo Lab people. <laughs> <laughs> and so while we're coughing along to, to uh, the music. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I heard uh, this song somewhere. I just I want to go ahead and start playing some of the music right off the bat because okay. I do think from judging by the response we got in the Facebook and the Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't I think a lot of people were in the same boat as us where they might have heard these songs or maybe not or right. uh, just missed this band completely. And I don't know how. I don't know how I didn't know who they were because uh, I I really loved the mu- like the the song that I'm, I'm talking about. I was like, oh, I thought that song was so cool, and I never thought to look up what it was from. And uh, if you don't mind us going out of order from no, what the no, thing absolutely, was, go right ahead. The, the song I recognized immediately was Metronom- uh, Metronomic Underground. Oh, sure, yeah. And so I'll play a little bit of that here.
Yeah. Like I said, I have no idea where I heard that, but yeah. I know I heard it recently. I, I think I it's tried in something. To pick, I tried to pick songs that um, I knew in some way you might have come across possibly have come across but had no idea how like mm. um that one i'm i'm trying to think of where that could have been played it might it probably would have been in a movie i could see that ending up somewhere in a movie but that's mm-hmm. like that is their um i mean that's that's just their biggest jam i think mm-hmm. like that's i think when they play it live they play it a little bit faster the whole thing with stereo lab is that they've gone through quite a few phases but they started off like they started in the 90s and one thing about the 90s is that people were very one thing about decades in general is that people tend to be obsessed with something 20 years earlier so <laughs> the so like <laughs> Because, I mean, I remember I was a teenager in the 80s, and then we were all about the 60s. Like, peace mm-hmm. signs and the monkeys got back together. <laughs> and in the 70s, when I was a kid, they were obsessed with the 50s. So that was, like, American Graffiti and Happy Days Happy and days, yeah. Grease and all of that shit. So, mm-hmm. like, the 90s had, like, a serious 70s moment. But then they also picked up the 50s part of the 70s, but like as in we are closer to the future. So everything in the 90s was like the future is in the year 2000. And here's what they said in the 50s the future would look like. So everything is all weird uh, 60s and, and 50s like bloops and bleeps and stuff like that. And so <laughs> Stereolab like came from like like they were doing stuff that like folks in the 70s were doing like kraut rock and like can and just like this driving kind of music and then they had female vocals over it and they had two like singers who were just singing like this pretty stuff over this like constantly droning driving thing and then Mm -hmm. from there they kind of like at some point there they got funky i was like who played them a funk i remember like putting that on and i'm like okay who told them about hip-hop what is this and um so that was like their jam which was wild because when you go to shows it's just like white people trying their best to like really like get into it and i'm just like it's okay just let it ride you like you don't have to just let it go it's a it's a groove it's a mood it's whatever you know but um yeah, so some of their stuff is like like Tommy, you're right in hearing like sixties stuff because some of it is very, you know they put out an album or something called Space Age Bachelor Pad music. And there was a lot of space age stuff. Like all their song titles are just words that are crammed together that are just different kinds of machinery that are just like I'm like, what is this? And you know, half the group was English but the other half was French and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't understand any of it. But I absolutely love it um yeah so that's what that was that's like their funk song that's yeah. like their their parliament funkadelic period <laughs> right there yeah it's so funny i'd never heard the term kraut rock until like three weeks ago we did a craft work episode and oh, i kept yeah. reading the word and then i started like oh my god kraut rock is everywhere in the yeah. stand by your band oh, <laughs> universe right now yeah definitely oh my good craft work boy that's that's a big that's a big one mm-hmm. um yeah but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. also yeah it's funny, yeah, because it's like a, a mixture of English and French people playing mm-hmm. German German stuff. Music. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, and then like uh, in Cannes, I don't even know where the band Cannes came from originally, because when I look at the picture, I'm like, I, I can't place any of you people. <laughs> but um, it's it was the same kind of like uh, weird, like kind of driving uh, very like forward momentum in the music. And, um, and so this was just that, but with, you know, pretty vocals on top of it. So, you know, that's how you get the girls in. <laughs> you throw a couple of baba bas on the top of it and it's in French. And so every girl thinks French is something. And, and so. Shalewa, you are describing me to a T right now. That is how you get me in. Cause I heard this and I was like, I don't know how I've been missing this band my whole it's life. So you throw great. some French babbling yeah, it's <laughs> lady so, over it. And it's for it me. literally, I think it's like, like your timing on this was perfect because um, it's, uh, it sounds like the music kind of sounds like being outside or springy or a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. And and like all elements of spring, like some sound yes. like sound like um, allergy attacks and some music sound, like sounds <laughs> like dark and some but not just spring, like spring in a particular car when you're uh, in your early 20s mm-hmm. and you and one buddy's like riding around with windows down. Like it's a very specific feeling and that's kind of <laughs> what like it does. But then some of it like there was one song I didn't put on there from their Dots and Loops album that's from like a a Volkswagen commercial that mm-hmm. people hear it and they're like, Oh, I've heard that in the commercial. Another one MTV fucking loved and played. Mm-hmm. I think I put that one on ping pong. MTV yes. played the hell out of that for years. Yeah. There was another one that uh, came on that must've been the Volkswagen one maybe because it came on right after this playlist. Mm-hmm. We just kept it going and we were driving uh, like around <laughs> in spring right. we went for a hike and we were listening to this and it was perfect. Yeah. You nailed it. Uh, so maybe it like all the elements aligned where i was like i i'm gonna listen to this band a ton from now on i love it so much it's a lot there's a lot of stereo (laughs) but there was a song that came on right after that my my fiance was like i know this song i don't know i didn't know what it was the last one the last one no this was not on the playlist it was like but it was the same band but it came on like three songs after the playlist because we just let it roll uh and uh yeah it was great but i the last one should we just should we play it yeah, as we play go? That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, the last one here is cellulose uh, sunshine. We all know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> all right, here's cellulose sunshine. It's just very pretty stuff. That one, like the whole thing, I think that's from the era of Stereo Lab where they uh, got a little jazzy. They were coming out mm-hmm. of their jazzy mode. So like first they're droney and a little loud and then they're uh, very pretty and French poppy and then uh, they're funky and then they got a little dark because they lost one of their members, uh, one of the singers, Mary yes, died. Mary, yeah, yeah. bicycle uh, accident. Yeah, sad. terrible. Oh, wow. And they, uh, the two like main founders, the the couple broke up also. Right. And with they had a kid, and they, uh, I think it was right before the bicycle accident, they separated uh, romantically and then stayed together as a band. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the the stereo lab machine was just too big at that point. <laughs> like yeah i don't love you anymore we have a child but we gotta keep it <laughs> we gotta keep it going <laughs> these women that out here are, yeah so like so then it got a little a little dark but then it also got like um a little jazzier um and so that was kind of interesting too and then they threw some strings in there and it's just they take you on a journey where it all makes sense but if you listen to it separately you're like oh this is somehow drastically different than what they were doing at this point and i kind of can't believe it's the same band but it also completely makes sense Mm -hmm. that it's this band um yeah yeah so but yeah they were there they um and they broke up for a while and when they did when they did they were like yeah we're gonna call it quits and i feel like all the fans were like yeah y'all go on and rest (laughs) it's okay who like has a member die 
goes yeah. through a divorce, and then they were together for another nine years or something. Or yeah. like, maybe it was like seven more years. It was, it was still a long time. <laughs> yeah, and it was a they, long time. they kept putting out so many albums. It was like, okay, y'all, yeah, yeah, go ahead and sit down. And to not like that much fame either. That's right. The craziest thing is it's yeah. not like they, people were like, we got to get Stereo Lab on this <laughs> thing. They were like, they ran into a thing where they were had more demand for records than they could afford to make or something. I think I read. <laughs> right. yeah. they, they were trying so hard to avoid some sort of superstardom because they. I was reading a thing where they were talking about the fame of like the cranberries and mm-hmm. the how you can go from obscurity to fame in a heartbeat and that scared them. Yeah. And I wonder how much that's true and how much of it's revisionist like that's why we didn't blow up. Uh but I maybe mean, it really is a thing where they didn't they just didn't want that sort of shit. They just I, wanted to make music. Yeah, I got the sense that they weren't necessarily trying to get huge, you mm-hmm. know, but also that may be why they changed their sound. Uh, so much. I mean, it was mm-hmm. gradual if you were like really into it, but if you were just mm-hmm. like, oh, let me just check out this record. It's been a while. You're like, holy crap. What happened to what I remembered from before? But I, yeah, I wonder, cause that could also make sense to like just be like, oh yeah, you like that? Well, guess what? We are doing this now. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's okay. radio head shit. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, you like that? Well, fuck you. We hate it now, and you're yeah. stupid for liking it. <laughs> and they also they were pretty, I think, political in their mm. music. Yeah. Um, but I also didn't want to press the politics part because I'm like, I really like this band. If they say something sideways, I'ma be upset. So right. once Letitia starts talking, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not listening to Well, I to think you. they were like, they're super like Marxist or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean like, and they have like, there are lyrics and songs. I, I may have sent you the one where the lyrics are just like, you go on that team, I go on this team. But like, there, there yeah. are some things that are just like so. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, we're singing about politics, aren't we? We're singing, <laughs> we're singing <laughs> this about This is politics? one of those bands where, and I, I talk about loving lyrics on the show all the time, but this is a band where it's like this. The voices are just really pretty, and mm-hmm. I don't care what they're saying. Right, I, I exactly. don't know what they're saying at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have, I did not understand. Almost any lyrics except for like, don't worry, be happy. Was, uh, right. yeah. yeah, I was like, well, I don't hear the N-word, so I think I'm clear. <laughs> They're fine with me. I, I, like, I know what it would sound like in French. I took French. So. Well, it's the jazz. It's the N-words you're not hearing <laughs> right, exactly. that, are, that are important. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing implied anyway, but yeah. Um so I, I I could see why they would be because there were I mean in the nineties they were chewing up bands with a female singer and spitting them out. There were mm-hmm. so many that you know like they had a couple of hits and then there was just like we're not who cares anymore. Yeah. So you know the Cranberries managed to ride like two albums off of that, but then after mm-hmm. that you don't hear anything. The Sundays had like their very first album was fucking amazing and the second one they're like we'll do a cover of wild horses and then we'll just keep it moving we're not paying attention <laughs> I, I to you anymore oh yeah. that's a good one reading writing and arithmetic i think is the name of their first album when you listen to it you're gonna go oh shit i know like half of these songs because yeah. they've been in plenty of movies mm-hmm. um but yeah but there were also like that that whole scene of just like kind of jazzy 60s influence um you know, like not ex- not not necessarily hand in hand with the swing. I think in America it ended up being like the swing movement mm-hmm. in uh, the nineties. Cherry Poppin' Daddies, yeah, we, uh, it, covered it on got, this show. It yep. was very. <laughs> it, it got kind of ugly in that way, but um, yeah. uh, which is you know hard to say because honestly, it was hard for me to choose for this show to do a band that hardly anyone knew stereo lab or one that i thought i needed to defend which would have been squirrel nut zippers so like i am i am familiar with a you know a big bad voodoo daddy i, I know my way around one but um but like there was like just kind of all sins has ever been said ever <laughs> i know my way around <laughs> but like there was off to the side like the indie version of that would have been um like the more the 60s like um Esquivel or Martin Denny or like the kind of exotica kind of music like um like the opening of Pee-wee's Playhouse 
if you can mm-hmm. think of that theme where it just sounds all Hawaiian and stuff like mm-hmm. that sound um but then filtered through not and then like girl vocals filtered through like 90s whatever so there were a mm-hmm. lot of there are quite a few bands that kind of did that like broadcast is another band that sounds a lot like stereo lab in the same way mm-hmm. um there was a band called Comita that was a little bit jazzier, but also had like, you know, a girl voice. So it was, there were a lot of bands that were kind of doing that off to the side, but mm-hmm. it was hard to like market them because they're not doing swing. Right. Um, and they're not, the women don't seem to be angry at an ex-boyfriend. So <laughs> I don't really know how to sell this to people. And they're not outwardly weird like Bjork. So I don't really yeah. know what to do. So then it was just like, a bunch of us girls in thrift store dresses and lunchbox purses out here like, we support you. We don't know what you're saying, but we'll support you. So did you, you did go see them before? Or, oh, uh, Stereo Lab? Yeah. A lot. A lot? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, probably one of the bands I may have seen the most. In, oh, wow. In 2019, I think they started, they yes. were like... They're touring again. Yeah, they tour, and so they played um, in New York twice, and I went both nights. That's <laughs> I awesome. am not kidding. If they if they tour in New York during like in twenty twenty two or uh-huh. late twenty twenty one, I will for sure go because yeah, I like a, was all fun. in on this. Uh, speaking of people who have gone to see them live, we mm-hmm. have a regular segment to get to, oh. which is uh, we go to our friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, who uh, likes to give his little opinions and thoughts on each <laughs> band we do, and he's usually very critical. But uh-huh. these uh, these uh, bands that are underrated, he's been having a lot of fun with. And uh, he he definitely had some thoughts on on Stereo Lab. And when I asked him, he, uh, he said, I saw them live several times. So here are Jared's thoughts on Stereo Lab. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's up, y'all? It's this week's day. Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Stereo Lab. Um, this is actually really interesting because I was actually able in the '90s to see Stereo Lab a couple times, and admittedly, even after seeing them, I never bought any of their albums. But they absolutely are the type of band that <clears throat> we can put them as about as far ahead of their time as any band I can think of, and that actually is personified in two ways one was that you know i they were too ahead of their time for me even when i was listening to bands that um you know were certainly sort of uh you know popular at that time um but in both cases when i saw them live i went to see another band on the bill and they just happened to also be on on the bill and um you know it was they were way they were just so far ahead of their time. And the other thing is, it's a perfect example of this band is, I'm sure by the time you guys read the comments, there's going to be some on there, but Tom posted that he wanted to talk, that does anyone want to talk about Stereo Lab on Facebook? And (laughs) so far there was no comments. And that's just exactly right. Like they're just not known the way that they should be. So having said that, I have gone back and listened to them sort of, you know, as in my older age and they absolutely were great and they just didn't have an audience really that understood what they wanted to do at the time. And I'm sure that if they were currently a band and you know, they may have done reunion shows or whatever, but if they were currently a band, they probably would be pretty big because I think it's a little bit easier to swallow now for people. So this is going to be very interesting. Um, Anyway, all right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Yeah. That's, that's Jared. There's something to that. The first time that I saw them live actually was before I realized I had heard anything. But mm-hmm. um, the one Lollapalooza I went to, they were on the side stage. And I think that was like Lollapalooza 94. 
Mm-hmm. So that was like uh, a friend of mine who was a big fan um, was just like, oh, you got to go see Stereo Lab. They're over on the side. And I'm like, all right, I guess so. And mm-hmm. was completely blown away by him outside in the in the Georgia heat. Like, yeah, he made me listen wild. to you in the afternoon. <laughs> Uh, like, and there's no cover <laughs> over yeah. us. We're all dying. And, um, yeah. And so one of the few like, comments I read about them too, is they're not a festival band. Like they're not a band you want to see no, like no, as part gotta, of a bill like that. You gotta, you kind of got to see them at a venue. Yeah. Like, they, they yeah. are best like inside because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it's chill music, but it's not music that's going to make you fucking slam into someone next to you. <laughs> you know what Mo, I mean? I do think we should go and mosh there. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I saw someone break their arm moshing at a Juliana Hatfield show, and I was oh like, God. what were you listening to? <laughs> do you have on headphones? Like, And so... Um, but uh, yeah, so they definitely like won me over in the heat. So they, I mean, the music, if you are in tune to it, it's just like, wow, that's great. But um, yeah, I think from the reunion shows that I went to, there were a lot of people and mm-hmm. they weren't all old like me. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I think through time people have been like, oh, this is very interesting. And that's how like people are more into it now. But yeah. it wasn't just a room full of 50 year olds just being mm-hmm. like, I remember my youth or whatever. With walkers that they don't need. Yeah, for right. We just all have old. walkers. Turn it down. I like it, but it's, it's so loud. loud. What, mean, what kind of um, venue are they playing in 2019? Like, what, where in New York would they play? They Touring played capacities. at, um, uh, what's the one? It's in Brooklyn. Is it Brooklyn Steel? Not the Brooklyn Bowl. Steel. Oh, Not the Bowl. Brooklyn Steel. Okay. Yeah. I love that venue. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So, and that's, uh, I think, where all the good reunion shows. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. happening. That's where I, I saw the breeders there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh no! I, I think Jawbreaker did one there too. Yeah, I think I there's so. a lot of reunion shows. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if anyone is uh, coming back <laughs> around again, yeah, here we go. Bro- Brooklyn Steel is going to be the spot. spot. Sick yeah. venue. <laughs> I want to point out really quickly. I did not post on Facebook. Does anyone want to talk about? Um, <laughs> Sad. I've never ever. That would be so. Anybody um, free to talk, talk to me about? <laughs> We're not I'm doing just, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm, I'm just really lonely and want to talk about this obscure band. Oh, because that's usually those are usually my Facebook statuses. Is anybody, <laughs> is anybody anybody free want to talk? To talk? To me? <laughs> anybody free to talk about the apples and stereo for I a little know, while? Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I was just thinking, maybe the resurgence people who like me who have uh, who heard them in something, and I mm-hmm. I've been racking my brain this whole show trying to think of what I could have heard. That song in, and the, I was like, maybe the only thing I've watched recently is Last Chance You Basketball, and I, it would be very strange. <laughs> that would be, that would be <laughs> very strange. Yes, that would be odd. I mean, I would want to do that, mm-hmm. but that's not what anyone would want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, no, Shalewa, we don't want that. For basketball, we're even, yeah, so that's not what. <laughs> there should be a version of The Last Dance where they insert different types of 90s music into the yes. dunk montages. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. yeah, you get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not everybody whole 90s, was experiencing yeah. it with this. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> we weren't all watching. The, I mean,. Can we with hole? Can I see them go to the hole with hole? Can that we? would be oh, honestly awesome. <laughs> go to the hole with hole. It's just <laughs> basketball highlights to hole. That's great. That's a YouTube channel. <laughs> Call CJ Toledano. We gotta get. We gotta get this going. Um, let's uh, let's hear some more songs because uh, we got four more here, and I cannot wait to hear them. Let's go uh, in order for the rest of these. So the first one you sent us was uh, our Trinitone Blast. Yes. Again, just a great name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so th- this is our Trinitone Blast.
love that shit. Yeah. That could come out today and I would be that yeah. would not be surprised. Just, I think Jerry was right about them being ahead of their time like that. Just so great it fuzzy so good. just fuzziness and then that one is noteworthy because at the end it's the most it's truly the most freak out noise of stereo labs where it's just she's just like <laughs> and you're like wow this isn't what i was expecting and then on the record of that then it just goes back into like easy listening stuff it's very easy listening which we all want to act like is not chill but sometimes you're sometimes like you oh no perry como's okay you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with mel torme he's kind of funky so yeah yeah for sure I love listening easy sometimes. It's, I it's, know. <laughs> you know. Why is everything's got to be so hard? <laughs> uh, I really, I really like that. I like I said, this, this is. I cannot believe I did not know about this band before today. And I was, it's doing research about them was kind of hard. We might be the first podcast that's ever talked about them because <laughs> I, I was gonna do a workout and I was like, I'll listen to a podcast about this band to kind of like get some more news on them. And mm-hmm. I ended up. Listening to, I was I, I, it wasn't even like there was a one episode about them. The, the only thing you could find was in transcripts. There was okay. like references to them, and I ended up listening to this podcast hosted by Ben from The Bachelor. And <laughs> apparently, they at some point in the episode reference this band, but there's, I didn't That's get to it. So funny! <laughs> wow, <laughs> very random. Yeah, That's Ben and Ashley random. or whatever. Oh uh, man, I bet. I, yeah. If they knew about if the band knew about it, they'd be like, "What? Why? How do we?" Get <laughs> so weird. I was thinking about the going the people who would go to their concert now and who might have liked them because of their politics then and right. now, like because people's politics change a little bit and they're like, "Talk about George W. Bush." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, we're light years away from that, my friend. Just enjoy the pretty vocals. Don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the next song here is uh is the song that uh was on the soundtrack of High Fidelity. I don't know the moment that it's in, but I I did know that I had heard it before, and somebody else pointed out it's in High Fidelity. Great film. Uh, here is Low Boob Oscillator. <laughs> <laughs> what it evolved to i love that song <laughs> yeah, that, um, i totally remember when that happened in high fidelity because when high fidelity came out i was working in that indie record store at, at the time oh, so nice. i was just like That's me and my right coworkers for you. were just like this is uh, you know that kind of thing and i saw that and when it was towards the end of the movie where rob meets the woman who's going to interview him and she's like 
just gorgeous, just in that 90s way with short brown hair. That's, yeah. That's what gorgeous was. And, um, <laughs> and so, like, she just comes in, and then, like, I, I'm sure there was a breeze, and then that song started, and I mm-hmm. literally almost stood up like, yeah! <laughs> like, no, no one's reacted to Stereo Lab in that way, but I was like, damn right! You know? <laughs> Like the way people cheer in a Rocky movie. Right, exactly. I'm just standing on my chair, my hands above my head. Serial lamp. Yeah, just like, oh boy. (laughs) For something that's very sweet. (laughs) You bet. Sing them harmonies, bitches. You know, just ridiculous. Um, But yeah, man, High Fidelity felt like it was like real and crucial i was just like our lives are like this right all of us at that store yeah. we were very scared <laughs> <laughs> we're like is this us is this what we're like and i'm like yeah actually i think we are kind of was like it this. pretty accurate you felt uh for the scenes in the store mm-hmm. yes that was very like changing the mood by putting on a new song it was yeah. like so pitch perfect Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I've definitely I've done that accidentally. I've seen others do it intentionally. Like, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> what it was like in a crowded Saturday store. You could do that. <laughs> oh yeah, I love to hear it. Um, that seems like such a fun place to work. That's what Jared used to own a record store. So that's when, like, you ah. referenced in that. That's when you would go see all these bands. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Um, let's go ahead and hear uh, ping pong, oh. which we referenced earlier. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. That one's so fun. Yeah, that's some catchy so shit, fun. man. That is catchy <laughs> shit. Nonstop. Horns. Yeah, so right? good. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm so, super into it. I'm glad that honestly, I'm thrilled that you guys like it because I was like, I don't know, exactly know how to sell Stereo Lab to the people. <laughs> you, you know, I I don't want to. Like I said, I hate getting ahead of myself, but the, I I mean, you you really nailed it for me here. Like this this is right up my fucking alley. <laughs> this is the sort of shit that I am really into. It's just uh, an almost uninterested uh, French woman. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And yo, just the dudes in front of the stage just staring at her. Mm. And she's just like, I truly couldn't be bothered with any yeah. of you. And, uh, uh, yeah. Have you have you listened to Kate LeBon ever? Her, um, I, fu- I feel like she reminds me of this a little bit, just you know in voice, what? but this I, is a more fun version. Yeah, I feel like a song here or there, but I haven't yeah. like I need to like dig deeper 
into whatever it is that she's I, doing. I'm the same way where it's like there's just a couple songs and then I tried to do a deeper dive and I just wasn't feeling it as mm-hmm. much as the, the – the, the, it's one of those things where the songs that they gave me to listen to, I right. was like, you nailed yep. it. And then when I went any deeper, I was like, yeah, I don't really need this. Right, but, right. But uh, yeah, this reminded me a lot of a more fun version of that. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's exactly – yeah, Mug Museum is what I was in – I was into. I think I might have played it on the uh, Patreon recently, but the song Duke uh, reminded me a lot of the vocals that were here and here. Uh, also, we were talking about Letitia. Is it wait, Letitia? Is that her name? Oh yeah, Letitia. Uh huh. Letitia. Though I was looking up. So as I do with every episode of the show, I look up the band's name and controversy, and mm-hmm. the only controversy. <laughs> surrounding this band that I could find is there wasn't a whole lot of information. I was trying to find if there's any like deeper dirt on the breakup or anything. Right, and, yeah. uh, and you know, I didn't want to read any more about the death than I needed to. That just mm-hmm. seemed like a bummer, but, uh, the, there was like nothing except for <laughs> Leticia defended Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like no. uh maybe a few years ago or something oh, and then Lord. took it back but she did take it back yeah. she was just like she was just like i didn't like how people were attacking him for just thoughts and then she saw that he was like pretty sexist <laughs> yeah, she's like, she was oh, like no, actually it took me a little longer to get there than you guys <laughs> but uh yeah he's not great <laughs> yeah 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 i i honestly i thought that the most controversial thing that she did was she was on Common's album that what? was yeah she was the album he put out after like water for chocolate mm-hmm. where there's all kinds of where he's like knee deep in dating erica badu and he had to crochet pants and all of that shit she's on <laughs> one of those songs wow. on the album and i can't remember the name it i forget it's not universal mind that's another one but it's something where the cover of it looks like you know, real Jimi Hendrixy. He was having mm-hmm. a moment, and so he's on. She's on one of the songs, and I, so anytime anyone was just like, "Man, that album was terrible," I'm like, "I mean, it's not all bad." You know, I, 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 my girl Latisha's on it. She's, she's all right. She's all right. You know, but it and it's also a thing like if you don't know who her, you you. That's when I realized, oh, that's how distinctive her voice is. If you didn't know to look for it. Right. It's just it's just a slight girl voice singing, but I'm listening to the record like I don't know about this one, and then that came up, and I'm like, holy, sh- why is she here? Who told her? <laughs> who told her how to walk onto this album? <laughs> who taught you how to be on a common album? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Easy taught me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I did not know. I did not even come across that. That's so yeah. Funny. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got one more song here. Let's mm-hmm. hear Motor Roller Scalatron. Ah. <laughs> oh, <whoops. It's catchy. I love it. They also so good. they like doing things in weird time signatures, which I I kind of love a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that's also kind of neat. So, like, half of their stuff just sounds like the Mission Impossible TV theme over and over, you know? And so I'm I'm totally into that. Like, make me work for it. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, I want to feel slightly disoriented before I finally realize what's happening. Yes. Yeah, make it to where when it starts sounding uh, normal, you're like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Thank I'm you. I recognize you. that. <laughs> I, see, yeah. <laughs> I see where you're going now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, that's the playlist, which means it's time for our. Uh, we got another segment here, uh, which is that we are going to go to the peanut gallery, and uh, as we always do with the peanut gallery, if you're on the Patreon, you get your stuff read guaranteed. Uh, this week, only one person decided to comment <laughs> on uh, on this, and it was uh, it was JV said just chiming in to say Shalewa is hilarious and the war report rules. Uh, both her <laughs> podcast and the Capone, Capone and Nor- Noriega. Noriega, album. yeah, that's Noriega. Funny. He said yes. Okay. Oh, uh, I can't wait yeah. to tell Gastor that. He'll be very thrilled to know that yes. Capone and Noriega still managed to make it into my stereo lab topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you if you guys haven't listened to the Gastor episode yet, do it. He did rap sidekicks. It was very fun, and he co-hosts oh boy, the War so, Report. He's so passionate about that. He's so pa- I love it. I love it so much. He's so passionate about it. It's great. He was very passionate. He was great. Uh, it was uh, it was very fun, and it reminded us that we got to get Shalewa back. So that was the best <laughs> thing he could have done. <laughs> uh, that was the only Patreon one. But uh, and again, if you're on the Patreon, you get bonus episodes every ding dong week, and uh, and it's only three dollars a month. So get on there. And uh, now we're gonna go over to the Facebook. Where uh, we got more comments on the Facebook, uh, there were there were more than I was expecting, uh, which is uh, <laughs> still not very many, but um, <laughs> more than I thought we would get. Uh, Sam Evans says that song from the High Fidelity soundtrack is great. Uh, Tyler Jackson says Stereo Lab is one of my favorite bands of all time. I love how all over the place their sound is, but it's all still uniquely Stereo Lab, from the drone rock stuff to the bossa nova lounge music stuff. So pumped that they released a new compilation last month. I gotta listen to this new compilation because I saw that yeah, they have something as of this year. Yeah, yeah, and it's just uh, it's all just stuff throughout time. So like, I don't think they've come up with anything really new. Um, I see. But it's still like they still had they churned out so much stuff that mm-hmm. you could just like yeah we'll just throw it all on this. They yeah here we'll give them an ectofried plasm something or other and they'll be happy with it. <laughs> it's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, ectofried plasm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever they always there was a that lot. sounds exactly like it. If it's yeah, not they, one. They, they is really, that one? I couldn't tell. <laughs> I I mean they, man the album titles in the nineties were really it was big on Sonic. Uh, mm-hmm. We used a lot of Sonic stuff. I don't know. Everything was a something Sonic. Um, <laughs> Semi-Sonic, Sonic yeah, Youth, yeah, every- Sonic the Hedgehog. He's all, yeah, he's they're all everywhere. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Tanner says, nothing bad to say. Uh, Kenny Kynes says, I had the chance to see them in Seattle, but I blew it. You did blow it, Kenny, but they're back. Uh, Adam Gilbert says, French disco, baby. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> another that's another banger uh, of like a just a droney guitar style okay screaming yeah yeah. (laughs) uh drennan quinn says they're perfect joey dundale says love them sounds like music from a better world oh i like that (laughs) a better world i can't imagine one (laughs) 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 uh ben kim says they took a lot of their sound from the band new but they did uh, more than just rip it off. Great hypnotic, great hypnotic grooves and harmonies. Socialist messages sung in a French accent. What more do you need? What more do you need, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody commented on the Twitter, so I think I believe no, that it did get four us- likes though. That is oh, true, uh, which is that's weird. Interesting. <laughs> uh? Uh, something there. There's interest. Uh oh. <laughs> I smell a comment cooking. <laughs> uh, but that that brings us to the uh, the end of this episode, which means uh, it's your chance 
to uh, to have the your final thoughts on on this band. What do you what do you got for us, Shalewa? Uh, look, we're all just trying to get our lives back, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I feel like what we want to do is go out there guns a blazing, just like really tear it up, right? And so we want to have a soundtrack that gives us that. But I don't think our nerves are ready for the hardest stuff that you have in your arsenal. I think we need to ease into it, right? And mm-hmm. I think Stereolab is going to help you ease into being back into the world and amongst the germs again. So <laughs> that's my selling point. Just kind of ease into it, you know, have some weird uh, nonsensical French in your ear, and then everything <laughs> just looks a little bit brighter. And after a while, you won't even be upset that uh, people aren't wearing masks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be very happy. So that's 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 my final push for Stereo Lab in this moment in time. Beautiful, <laughs> well put, and I think uh, I think you're right, uh, Tommy. I'll let you go first. What do you what do you got for uh, for Stereo Lab? This was great. I uh, yeah, I listened to it on a long walk today and thoroughly enjoyed it. I I liked it so much. I started listening to just shuffling through their albums, uh, which was a little daunting when I looked at the Spotify. <laughs> I had to like look back and try and figure out which were like the ones I should listen to. Right. But right. Um, there's yeah, there's so much there, and like also a lot of like EPs and stuff. I was like, this is I don't know what to do here, but. Um, <laughs> I really liked everything I heard. I thought they were awesome. Uh, and I'd never listened to it at all, as uh, you could tell. And it also made me rewatch the Zooby Zooby Zoo scene from Batman. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another that's another point in their favor. Uh, right. But I love her voice so much, and the, the music's super interesting and, and cool. And uh, yeah, I really loved it. So yeah, I mean, six out of six, it was great. <laughs> great. Hell yeah. Uh, I got to say, I think this might be my favorite playlist from uh, something wow. that I didn't know anything about, or maybe just at all. Like this, I think you killed it. Shalewa, the sharpshooter, sharp don't miss. <laughs> she don't miss. <laughs> she don't miss. And uh, I think that uh, you are the uh, Tommy's the prince of snarkness. You're the princess of stand by your band. You've won the show. You're the our only two time winner of well, the battle I mean, of the bands. Look, when in doubt, put on a swan dress, y'all. <laughs> Just dress like Bjork at an award show. You're gonna win whatever it is you come into. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you killed it on those, and you killed it on this. I loved the six out of six by far, and I'm I can't wait to listen to more. This was so yeah. fun. Um, is it, so that brings us to the end. Is there anything you want to plug, Shalewa? The, oh, the War Report, obviously. Yeah, the War Report. You know, that's a thing that I'm doing with Gastor on my um on my Instagram, on my IG Live most Sundays. I do a taste testing thing with my roommate uh, Kevin Socher, and where we just uh, eat snacks for yes. about an hour. Um, and that's been fun and fattening and fun um, <laughs> and really learning the limits of my body. Um, <laughs> but and then, you know, just I guess when I used to do comedy, <laughs> there were like a couple of albums I put out. I, I don't know. I'm out there some at some point, but I'm on all social media at Silky Jumbo. So hell yeah. All one gotta- word traditional spelling. You gotta check Shalewa out. She's just the best, and uh, and check out those podcasts and uh, the podcast and the the eating show, all that good stuff. And uh, get on our Patreon, three dollars a month. Yeah. Like we said, we're trying to get to two hundred uh, patrons by our two hundredth episode, which is quickly approaching. It's mid April. Uh, Tommy, you got anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm doing uh, the stand up Zoom fundraiser uh, next week. That I, I'll be putting out all the information on my social media soon so be on the lookout for that should be a lot of fun it's gonna be like sean donnelly kenise mobley and uh, ari findling are all gonna be on it it's gonna be a good time so uh, be on the lookout for that yes killer lineup i am doing i'm back on zoom baby i'm i got two zoom shows that i gotta promote here uh one is uh one is a symbol uh show that i'm doing march 31st i'm gonna try out some new material and i'd love to see it the last time we did it was really fun and uh, I've got Mike Timlin on it. I've got uh, I got uh, Cameron Gillette. I've got uh, K- Kelly Collette. Whoa, I didn't realize there were two <laughs> rhymers there. <laughs> Blair Saki's on it, and uh, I think the, oh Dwight Simmons. And then I'm also gonna do a show at the end of April. I gotta pick a date, but it's the end of April. My mom is gonna do stand up. Ah. 
My mom's oh, wow. going to try stand-up for the first time. She's been wanting to do it for a long time. And uh, she's mentioned <laughs> to me several times. And so I, I decided to finally just set something up for her to do it. So if, also, if you're a comic who I know and who is funny, uh, you're, <laughs> tell me uh, if, you're, if your mom also wants to do stand-up. Because I, uh, I tried to get Tommy's mom. I don't think she's in. <laughs> but, um, uh, I'm trying to get as many as I can because I don't want my mom to be the only one doing this. But end of April, get over there. And uh, Good God's coming back, too. So if you're in New York, check Ooh. that out. Uh, all right, but yeah, get on that Patreon and check out Shalewa stuff. Thank you so much, Shalewa. This was so fun. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Keep it crispy, everybody. Bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.